Welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about the chickadee. The chickadees are beginning to sound their territorial mating calls. Their classic song, a buzzing chickadee-dee-dee, and their clear whistled C-D-C-D-D are some of the first true signs that spring will soon be here. Of course, the chickadees themselves have been around all winter, when flocks of this little bird make the rounds of bird feeders. My neighbor Tom and I compete to attract the local family of cardinals each winter, and he always wins. But the chickadees take pity on me and grace my feeder with their sweet and energetic presence. Sociable and bold, chickadees are often the first birds to discover when a bird feeder has been refilled and signal to the shire birds like blue jays and goldfinches and woodpeckers and nuthatches that there is food to be had. With chickadees, both sexes look alike, with their black caps and throats and gray backs. Chickadees are of the titmouse family, Tit meaning small and mos meaning any small, dull-colored bird. They eat both insects and seeds and can often be seen hanging upside down from a tree branch, pecking at insects or larvae hiding in the crevices of the bark. They especially like the deer suet and black oil sunflower seeds that I put out, zipping into the feeder to snatch a seed, then flitting back to the grape arbor to eat it. Early one morning, I made my way through the snow to fill the feeder with a coffee can full of seeds in my hand. As I reached out to remove the top of the feeder, I noticed two chickadees perched on the grape arbor next to the feeder. One of the chickadees flew and landed on my hand and looked at me with its shiny black eyes, grabbed a seed from the can, and flew back to the arbor. Then the second chickadee did the same thing. The sensation of its little warm feet clutching my finger briefly as it peered at me and then took a seed, that sensation I always remember, that little touch of trusting wildness that connected me to something much bigger than myself. I have not yet been able to find any European or American settler myths or folktales about chickadees, but certain Native American peoples hold the chickadee in high regard. According to Frank Linderman, an ethno-historian, every tribe in the Northwest respected the chickadee. In his book entitled Pretty Shield, about a medicine woman of the Crow Indian nation, he collected some beautiful stories about the little chickadee, who was regarded as big medicine among the Crow peoples. The medicine woman Pretty Shield told a story about a woman who threw a stick at a chickadee who was eating fat from a drying rack of meat. The chickadee then told the woman she had better make preparations because she would soon die for this act of unkindness. And the very next day, the woman was dead. Pretty Shield's grandmother, Seven Stars, had been there and seen the incident. The next day, the chickadee said to Seven Stars, Nobody who has a good heart ever mistreats a chickadee, and invited her to meet with the chickadee on the hilltop. Seven Stars, realizing that this was a sacred invitation, went home and took a sweat bath to purify herself, dressed in new buckskins, and went to meet the chickadee. On the hilltop, Seven Stars watched as the chickadee flew up into the air, going higher and higher. 
Straight up into the sky went the chickadee, and as it went up, it grew larger and larger until it was so big that it grasped a buffalo calf in each talon, their brown legs dangling in the air. See this, called down the chickadee to seven stars. There is great power in little things. And then it flew down and returned to its normal size. And so let us honor the chickadee, small though it may be in size, but big in medicine. Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.